When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a Learfield presentation of the Razorback Sports Network. Live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville, it's time for Eric Musselman Live. Presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Your chance to hear from Arkansas head basketball coach Eric Musselman begins now on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Eric Musselman Live is also brought to you by First Security Bank. Whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. Bank better at First Security by Mountain Dew. Do the do by Shelter Insurance. For award-winning service, find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com by Centerpoint Energy, a proud supporter of Razorback Athletics. Always there. Sonic. Sonic has been a proud sponsor of Razorback Athletics for over 20 years. This is how we Sonic by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Please drink responsibly. And by Epson. First there was television. Now there's Epson Epic Vision. Now let's talk Arkansas basketball. Basketball. Alongside Coach Musselman, here's the voice of the Razorbacks, Chuck Barrett. Coach, I think I can speak for everybody in here when I say tomorrow night can't get here soon enough. I mean, 6 o'clock tomorrow night cannot get here soon enough, and it's going to be fun, number one in town. We're doing our part to get ready tonight at Sassy's, and let's welcome in the coach of the Razorbacks. How about that? Let's welcome in Eric Musselman. Coach, I don't know what it's like for you, for players. I know for fans, again, tomorrow night can't get here soon enough. As, as you prepare for a, for, a, for a game like this, I mean, what is it like for a coach and for players? 
Well, I mean, you got to ask the player, so when Kamani comes, you can. Yeah, we'll ask him. Um, you know, for me, it's 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 a uh, it's another game, to be honest. I mean, there is, uh, you know, the extra buzz on campus that you can feel. And, and uh, you know, I just ran home after practice and talked to my wife, and her mom's in town, and the ticket requests become a little bit more, more family members. Um, my son or my ex-wife and her husband are coming in from California just for the game. So, um, you know, I mean, all that, it, it's a little bit different when you're playing the number one ranked team in the country. But for me, um, it's it's another game to prep for. And, and uh, you know, you prepare for a lot of different things. What play might you run out of the first time out? What, what are your substitution patterns? Um, all those, you know, all those things, we, you know, we, we got them documented and we're ready to rock and roll, but there's always preparation for each game. And, and we, we tell our team every game's our Super Bowl. Um, we don't put a premium on, on one game over the next game, and I think that's why we've had a lot of consistency with our performances over the last three years is we try not to get sky high for one opponent and then have a letdown against another opponent. Um, and for the most part, other than when we came back from that, Christmas holiday break, we've we've held true to that. It's um, you know again for 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 fans um, with the early tip, you get there early, you got to get off work early. You put out the call right after the ball game Saturday night. I mean, it's it's important to have everybody ready to go right at opening tip. It is. I usually go home, uh, you know, on the day of a game after shoot around tomorrow, just because of the traffic and stuff. I think I'm gonna. Just stay at the Just office and, and, and shower there. And, um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, we got to be ready to go from the, from the opening tip. And today we talked to our guys about, you know, limit your distractions. Um, you know, my game routine tonight when I get home will be just like it always is, even though my mother-in-law is in town and my wife. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do what I normally do, which is kind of sit back in a room by myself and continue to prep and, and study stats and watch film and, and then wake up in the morning and get ready to go. You know, when you play a Tuesday night game and you've played on Saturday or Saturday night and both you and Auburn are having to deal with this, um, you know, you don't have a whole lot of time to prep. I mean, Monday's your preparation day, and I guess essentially that's in the books now. Yeah, one of the things that I love about coaching college basketball is your preparations really carry a lot of weight because you – normally have three days, four days. You know, this is like an NBA turnaround. In the NBA, you have 24 hours, or a lot of times you get in at 3 in the morning, you play a game that night with an 82-game schedule. Um, so I've been a part of both. Um, you don't want to overload your team when you have a, a Saturday-Tuesday game. You've, you can't overload them with too much information. Um, but we also want to try to give them, you know, as much as we possibly can we had some great station work today on how we want to defend some of their individual players, how we want to defend uh, their team as well. But a lot of it's going to come down to, you know, with all the excitement in the air, is how do you remain steady through a 40-minute game? Well, I was going to ask you about that, that, that emotion that's going to come. And you know it's going to be a great atmosphere, but you do have to find that – Eddie Sutton used to call it the magic level where you can still execute. And, and both sides, I guess, will deal with that. Yeah, no question. I, you know, I go back to when we played Kentucky here. Um, I thought towards the tail end of that game, we didn't lose uh, the game necessarily because we had no energy from the, from the play in the game because it's the same group that played the same minutes all the time and, and usually finished strong. It was the emotional 
excitement leading up to the game or the first 10 minutes of the game that I think kind of zapped us. And we've got to do a really good job of just being steady throughout the entire game. Auburn is so good. I mean, they're number one for a reason. There's lots of, you know, there's lots of great players on that team. I know you're excited about playing number one, but you've also got to play a great team at the same time. So as you've watched Auburn on video and as you have prepared for this game, what have you seen from them? Well, uh, you know, the best way to start is uh, they had some really good players last year. Um, Flanagan, Cambridge, uh, Williams. Those guys are not at the forefront of the scouting report right now, although we know that two of those guys are perfectly capable of having 20-plus points. But they're new players. Jabari Smith probably will be the number one pick in the NBA draft. So anytime you play a 6'10 guy who potentially can be the number one pick in the NBA draft and people are talking about him and comparing him to guys like Kevin Durant and Kevin Garnett, that possesses enough problems as it is. And then you add... Uh, two really quick point guards um, that are both transfers that are really, really good. And then at the off-guard spot, K.D. Johnson, who's a transfer from Georgia, who was a freshman last year. Just a dynamic team with a lot of, you know, they cause a lot of problems. That's why that's why they're number one in the country and have won 19 straight games. In terms of your basketball team, though, with the confidence level that they have now and, and the fact that you seem to have found your rotation to the point where, you don't have to necessarily counter the other team's substitutions, or you don't have to, you know, well, we can't have this guy in because they're going to have that guy in. You're, you're playing well enough that they've got to pay attention to that stuff now, it would seem. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, you know, to the actually, Chuck, what we want to do is get to the contrary where the opposition's worried about who we have. And I thought we controlled the substitution patterns against Mississippi State. I really did. We made – an adjustment at halftime and put a D.C. Tony on their point guard, Iverson Molinar. That changed the look for them. It might have worn down Molinar. Um, and then it allowed J.D. Note to not have to exert so much uh, defensive energy on Molinar. Um, and, and, and we have a lot of interchangeable pieces. So uh, hopefully uh, our six six guys that can, can guard and switch and do some things will present oppositions with some problems in both games this week. When you're playing against, you know, the size, the, the the height, I guess is what I'm talking about, with like Kessler and Smith, do you just go right at guys like that? Is that the way you have to attack them? Well, I, th- I think with both those guys, they present problems, Chuck, on both sides of the ball. Uh, Kessler's probably the most dynamic rim roller in all of college basketball, meaning when he sets a pick and roll and rolls to the rim, they thrive on throwing him lob dunks. Um, so we're alert to that. Uh, all five guys got to defend that. And then offensively with Jabari Smith, you got he's an incredible, incredible jump shooter. Um, and he likes to jab step and iso. Uh, we've got to crowd him and get into his airspace as much as we possibly can um, and defend him without fouling. And then on the flip side, like you just mentioned from a defensive standpoint, I mean, Kessler blocks more shots than half the teams in college basketball himself. So you cannot go to the rim soft. Um, you know, you've got to get into the shot blocker's body early. Too many guys in college basketball, when they talk about shot blockers, they talk about getting into his body when you're around the rim. That's too late. 
Uh, and I think, you know, one of the benefits, little technique things that we've worked on, Coach Smart, Coach Moser, myself, we've gone against some great shot blockers at the NBA level that maybe we can just give some of our guys that are trying to score in the paint little nuances that can maybe help them, although we know Kessler's going to block anywhere from two to more shots because he does it every night well I, I was going to ask you do you know I mean you you know you're going to get some shots blocked and and you know just because they block the shot doesn't mean they get the ball so you know I would think reaction there is important too it is I mean we got it we have to beat them to loose balls because they're so offensively talent we've got to get back in transition defense and if you do get your shot blocked you got to understand hey I respect my opponent he blocked my shot I got I got to regroup and get ready for the next time I get the rock now as we prepare to go to a break, we're going to give those of you here at Sassy's an opportunity to, um, to get mic'd up with the coach here in just a minute. A little, little history lesson. You've probably read this. First time a number one team's been to Bud Walton Arena. Number one team in the land's been, uh, now obviously the Razorbacks have played as the number one team at Bud Walton Arena, but uh, it's first time that an opponent uh, has been to Bud Walton as the number one team. If you're old enough like I am, you remember the other times that the number one teams came to Fayetteville. Uh, five Slam a Jamma in 83, UNLV in 91, and, uh, of course, uh, 84, Charles, Charles Ballantyne shot to beat North Carolina down in, uh, down in Pine Bluff. You remember these games, and, and coaches, we go to the break. If you're a player, I would think that, you know, a game like this is one that potentially you, you may remember when you're 60, 70, 80 years old. This is one of those moments that, that helps define some players' careers. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, it's an opportunity on a big stage against a team that, that has so much talent. Um, so certainly if, if, if it goes right, you can remember it. Um, I, you know, interesting, that you know, we played at Nevada against the number one pick in Markel Fultz. Well, he shouldn't have been the number one pick. He was. He was. He, we had a guard kick his butt that's playing in the Philippines. So Fultz should not have been uh, the number one pick. But I can tell you right now, Jabari Smith should be the number one pick because he's that talented. And, and we had an experience when I was an assistant at Arizona State playing Arizona when they were ranked second in the nation. We beat them. Um, and then at LSU, we lost on a last-second shot by Carl Anthony Towns when Kentucky was ranked number one. So I've been a part of facing a lotter, you know, number one pick, and then and, and playing a number one team and a number two team. And and uh, again, there's so much emotion that goes on with the home team that it's really important to just stay even keeled. All right, quick break. Back with more in just a moment. This is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, is brewed right in the heart of Razorback country. They have quality beverages that cater to all for beer lovers. Los Santos IPA, Larry's Lager, and Raspberry Lager can be found across the state, as well as a rotating small batch series at their brewery tap room in Springdale. Looking for something different? 25th State Craft Cocktails is their brand new 10% alcohol ready to drink cocktail line that has already won national awards. Find your drinking fix with Core Brewing. Go Hawks! 
the eighth game of the newest SEC football tradition known as the battle line rivalry between your Arkansas Razorbacks and the Mizzou Tigers is complete. Look for the tradition presented by Shelter Insurance to grow in the coming years as we continue to heat up the border and support our student athletes with this new rivalry. The battle line rivalry presented by Shelter Insurance. Find a shelter agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. Hog fans, it's Quinn Grovey and Matt Zimmerman. And we've got the one-stop shop daily podcast every Razorback fan has to hear. Dropping every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. The latest news, interviews, and inside access. Plus our opinion on everything Razorbacks. And Z, it's just a hell of a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's the Razorback Daily. You're going to love listening to it. From the team at Sport and Story. Available wherever you get your podcast. We're, We're back, back, baby. baby. <laughs> live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, continues next on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Musselman Live. We are at Sassy's Barbecue and Grill on Steamboat Drive in Fayetteville. Six o'clock tomorrow night. It's on ESPN two tomorrow night. If uh, if you don't have tickets, all right. Let's welcome Matt Zimmerman. Everybody, right. Coach Z's back here behind all right, me tonight. Co- all right, Chuck. Coach, got some fired up students back here. We got Cody and these guys had been out Bud Walton already trying to be there and stay. What happened? Yeah. So. Uh, our group got there probably around 8 this morning, and we weren't even the first ones there. Um, there were two groups in front of us, so people have been there since probably 6 a.m. this morning. Um, and the students are fired up on campus. I mean, I was here for the Kentucky game two years ago, and I would say this student body is even more fired up than that, that experience. So, um, Wow. We're, yeah, we're pumped. That's well, awesome to hear. And they got some wristbands, Coach, so the university gave them some wristbands that you guys can come back. And when can everybody start heading back? We're getting in line about 8 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yep. It's going to be a big crowd. All right, Coach. we got Caleb, another one of our students. So, Coach, i got a question. I don't want to bring up too much trauma, but can you take us inside your thoughts toward the end of last Saturday's game, particularly about 29 seconds to play? Is that when Mr. Likes took the pull-up three? (laughs) Um, Well, I didn't have the same expressions as some of our assistant coaches. You know, with Chris... 
always expect the unexpected. Um, you know, I told the media after the game that Chris Likes is a dynamic uh, player, and he's going to just kind of do things that are you don't expect. Um, but he's also 5'5", five, five, and so he's got to be unique in his approach to the game mentally. And uh, I actually, normally I react, you know, slamming the uh, scorer's table. I, I was not surprised that he took that shot. Did I want him to? No, I did not. If he would have missed, would have my uh, reaction been a lot different? Yes. Um, would have his role changed this upcoming game if he would have missed that shot? Probably. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, kind of expected him to do something like that, and uh, that's what makes him special. And he's played phenomenal the last two games. He really has, for sure. All right, Coach, go ahead. All right, Coach, we got Bob back here from Rogers, Arkansas. Coach Moss, we, we know that you are somewhat animated uh, on the court, and uh, you could call that demonstrative also. Uh, but what we uh, are very interested in knowing is as we see you w- with your right arm like that, when are you going to be able to use both arms during the ball game? Uh, I still I'm, I, I'm three weeks in to uh, surgery. At first, they, they told me it would only be four weeks, which was a con. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be in it at least a full six weeks, so I have at least three more. And um, I guess because I move around a little bit more than the normal guy that has this surgery – I wouldn't be surprised if they tell me to, to keep it on another extra week. Um, but three more weeks at, at minimum. Yeah, most people that have this are flailing around on the sidelines for a couple hours. Yeah, uh, so today I actually worked out close to three hours. It was like two hours and 48 minutes because I can only work out with one arm. And doing the elliptical with one arm is not easy. Um, and I've gained a little weight, so I've, I've continued to spend a lot of extra time in the weight room right now. All right, Z. All right, Coach, we've got Mike from Springdale. Hey, Coach, we're excited about this year, but we're excited about the recruiting class you have coming in next year. And uh, how has NIL changed your approach to recruiting, and is it getting as nasty as in football with the competitiveness? Uh, well, name, image, and likeness with recruiting with us you know, there's been zero effect because we're not allowed to enter into name, image, and likeness with student-athletes. Uh, we have someone on campus, Terry Prentice, who's a former track athlete who heads that department up and is able to advise the student-athletes or the recruits' parents or whoever has questions on how name, image, and likeness takes place. And uh, like with Jalen Williams and uh, Devontae Devo Davis – I have no idea any of their deals that they've gotten through name, image, likeness. Not not one, you know, uh, bit of info do I have on that. We, we, we don't see contracts. We don't see anything. Um, and then we see just like what you see, uh, you know, like I saw Connor Vanover's commercial that was just released. And um, certainly uh, J.D. Note's new deal um, because it was publicized. So we got to read about that. But. Um, from a recruiting standpoint, you know, what recruits can do is, is they can go online and see what other people are, you know, getting and, and um, the excitement around, you know, our program. We have some guys that have done well with it, 
um, because it's out on social media and you can see it. But, um, you know, these football coaches that are talking about it or whatever publicly, you know, I'm not coaching that sport, so I'm going to stay in my lane. I don't want to get into that with Lane Kiffin, man. All right, Z. All right, Coach. We got Sean right here from Clarksville, Arkansas, the hometown of Chuck Barrett. He now lives in St. Louis, and there he brought a crew here from St. Louis for the game. Yeah, thanks, Coach. It just seems like you have brought so much analytically to to this team and to the players. And I'm just wondering, you know, when Jalen Williams was interviewed, they asked him after the Mississippi State game, what's the first thing he looks at at the stat sheet? And he immediately said, rebounds. Uh, which I'm sure you appreciate. But what are the things that the average fan wouldn't pick up on when they look at a box score in addition to things that you guys track like loose balls that may not show up in the box score? But can you speak to maybe how you brought the team along over now three-year arc where you're almost educating them and the fan base on the numbers that matter to the game? Yeah, that's a um, great question. I mean, there's so – so I'll, I'll kind of veer off slightly. So today at, at practice, um, you know, Dr. Counts came to practice today, who obviously played here and played for Coach Sutton. And, and um, he talked about the attention to detail that we had today watching practice and, and all the little stations we had. And he talked about when he played for Coach Sutton, they were more worried about kind of what they did, and they weren't overly concerned with their opponents. And I was peppering him with questions on what made Coach Sutton great. And, and he, you know, he, he asked me, like, how much do you think your players retain out of all that stuff that, that we did today? Because we have sheets of paper up of their, their top eight plays, their top three baseline out-of-bounds play, their top side out, their late-game situation plays, um, any wrinkles that they do out of timeouts, and then we go through all their personnel individually. And I told Dr. Counts the amazing thing is when I first got into college basketball, I had a group of assistants that never worked with me before, and they all said, these guys, these are college kids. They're never going to remember anything. And uh, I said, well, we'll we're going to find out. And it, it's amazing with, with student athletes. Whatever you give them, if you can sell it the right way and they believe in it, they're going to remember all of it. And that's what I told Dr. Counts. I said, You'll be amazed tomorrow because you've heard what we said. I don't know if we're going to make shots or whatever, but the way that we're defending and the certain things that we're looking for, we're going to try all that. You'll see it. And then I said, hey, we got two guys that probably don't know what I'm talking about. But um, but for the most part, the, you know, we do have a group of guys that really, really understand all we're doing. And then with the analytics, we dive so much into it with recruiting high school guys, recruiting transfers, and then – after every game, I highlight the box score. Um, it's a real simple thing. Anything positive in yellow, anything negatively in pink, I send it to the staff, notes on the front and back, and then the players get the highlighted box score as well as the cumes, and it's basically a cheat sheet. All you got to do is go next to your name, go across the thing and see how many reds you have and see how many yellows you have, and you can tell if you played a good game or not. Um, and then we have a bunch of percentage stuff, like you brought up rebounding. Well, what is our defensive rebounding percentage? What is our offensive rebounding percentage? What is our blockout percentage, both as a team and individually? It's a big NBA thing. The, game, the NBA game has changed 
change that way. I'm lucky enough that I was still involved in the NBA when that cycle was starting to churn, and it all started really with baseball. MLB did it, and then basketball started getting into it, and the NFL was the last of the three major sports to really dive into analytics, and, and it's, ha- it's having an effect on all of us collegiately and professionally. All right, we got time for one more. Okay, we got uh, Gary here from Fort Smith. Yeah, hey, Coach. So what are you thinking about who's going to be guarding Smith, defending him most of the time? I'd love to tell you guys. I mean, that's what's really cool about being here at Sassy's. But the problem is we got a bunch of writers listening. Yeah, okay. And then they're going to write it, and, and, and Coach Pearl yeah. will know who's being assigned to him before. Before who's assigned. But, okay, so another question would be, is there an opportunity for Vanover to get in there with him being so big? And I know he struggles. But a there's bit. zero chance Connor Vanover will guard Jabari Smith. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't mean that. I know that for a fact. But I, just, I have more of a chance to guard him. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> I understand that. But is there an opportunity for him to get in there? Them being so big, and then, you know, and he's playing a role more or less under the goal instead of guarding somebody because we know he's not quick on his feet, of course. But is there an opportunity for him to get in there and, and to be underneath the goal and cause havoc? Rather than, you know, chasing somebody around all the time. Yeah, certainly from a matchup standpoint, because you're right, Kessler's roaming around that rim, although Kessler can make a three. You know, I, I think, and it's one of the things, again, Dr. Counts and I talked about, and we believe in, like, hey, we kind of have our rotation. We played, you know, Connor was in and out with, with a sickness. He's still not fully healthy. His energy at practice improved today from where it was on Friday, which was our, our prior practice from today. Um, you know, so I'm sure that, that our rotation, at least going into the game, will be just like it is. We'll start the same group. We'll come in with, with Devo. Then it'll be Likes. Then it'll be Kamani. Maybe Kamani ahead of Likes. And then after that eight-man rotation, there'll be discussions amongst our staff, you know, who is the next guy uh, if we need a guy. But um, Connor had a great year for us last year. When you think about him, start, he started all the way through the – uh, regular season, and then he started, um, you know, that first NCAA tournament game. And then this year he's got 10 starts under his belt. Um, so we want, we want to continue for him to get as healthy as possible, for him to continue to work in the weight room and stay motivated there and stay ready because certainly you never know when your name's called. And we've had quite a few guys step up like Trey Wade when, when you least expect it. And then Trey Wade turned two minutes into starting and being a vital part of who we are. Okay, we appreciate your questions for Coach. We'll tell you Kamani Johnson's going to join us a little bit later in the program, and we'll be back with Coach Muss after the break. Stay with us on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Here are your Sonic Patty Melts. Enjoy your Sonic. Texas toast. 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 The Patty Melt is back. Enjoy 100% pure seasoned beef, melty American cheese, grilled onions, and thick Texas toast. The Sonic Patty Melt, $3.99 for a limited time at Sonic. Try one half price in the app. Exclusions apply. See app for details. Limited time only at participating Sonic drive-ins. Have you heard about this new type of television experience from Epson? It's called the Epic Vision Ultra Laser Projection TV. It combines a new type of laser projection technology along with a unique Epson Silverflex screen to produce an epic 120-inch 4K Pro UHD picture that's up to four times bigger than a traditional 60-inch TV. There's no better way to watch live sports. If you're a sports fanatic, you need to check this new Epson TV out for yourself. Visit Epson.com slash TV to learn more. This is Coach Musselman, Arkansas Razorbacks. 
On game day, the Hawks leave it all on the court. But with the powerful towing and payload that a Ford F-150 truck delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 45 years straight. The 2022 Ford F-150 and the Razorbacks, built from greatness. Visit your Arkansas Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. Live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville. We'll be back for more of Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks. After a word from your local station, this is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Okay, man, this is your time. Maybe you didn't choose this, but you're here now. You're going to go out there and be an all-star caregiver. Cook, clean, be there emotionally and physically. You gotta dig deeper. Drive them to physical therapy, doctor's appointments, because that's what caregivers do. Don't give up. Show the world that you're tougher than tough. Caregiving is tougher than tough. Find the care guides you need at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. To some, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not true. They're testing out vowels and consonants and trying different sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. you're back as we continue on Eric Musselman Live. We're at Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville. Kamani Johnson's going to join us here in just a few minutes. White out tomorrow night, so whatever you got white with a Razorback on it, that's what you're wearing to the ball game uh, tomorrow evening. Razorbacks have held five of their ten SEC opponents to 60 points or fewer, and that's uh, uh, that's that's nothing to sneeze at there, Coach. And, and I think that uh, and, and I'll let you speak to this, the the team aspect of defense, that it's not just as simple as, hey, you guard this guy, you get this guy. Um, and the buy-in there has really been significant over the last few weeks. No, it has. You know, everybody talks about, um, you know, being connected on offense. and uh, But you gotta you got to really uh, understand what teammates need help. Like some guys might be really good closeout players. Uh, meaning they close out on jump shooters, but maybe they're vulnerable to dribble drives. Other guys might be great guarding the dribble drive, but but they don't guard the three ball well. So you've got to understand the strengths of the other four guys on the team so that you can all cover up for each other. I can ask you about out-of-bounds plays. I know those are kind of boring, but Auburn's really good at those, and I wonder about the the importance of that tomorrow night. Yeah, Auburn scored 10 points against Georgia in a one-point game or a one-possession game, they scored 10 points on their baseline out-of-bounds plays. So and we've been really good defending the out-of-bounds plays uh, for the most part, at least in the last eight games. Uh, we can't give up extra possessions like that. Um, they're going to score some out of the baseline out-of-bounds, but you can't give up 10 points in a close game. So certainly our antennas are up for that. Something to look for at times, Auburn will put their five-man over the basketball, regardless of who inbounds. Um, so if they do that, we have 
a counter to that, too. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got to hit a quick break. We ran over the last segment. We're going to catch up right now. We'll continue in just a moment. This is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. For the last century, you've trusted our team at Arkansas Children's with your family. And today we're using our expertise to advance child health across the state during the most difficult times. I'm Emily Smith, a pediatrician at Arkansas Children's. We're confident that COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. We also understand that getting vaccinated can be a difficult decision. If you have questions, let's talk about it. Learn more at archildrens.org slash let's talk. Razorback men's basketball fans, for the first time since 1991, the number one team in the country heads to Bud Walton Arena, Tuesday, February 8th, and the Hogs need you there. That's right, the number one ranked Auburn Tigers are coming to town for a 6 p.m. tip on Tuesday, and we need the Bud rockin'. If you have tickets, make sure they're being used, or if you need tickets, go online and find some today. That's Tuesday, February the 8th, 6 p.m. Go Hogs! Live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, continues next on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Musselman Live, Sassy's Barbecue and Grill, Steamboat Drive in Fayetteville. Kamani Johnson's going to be with us in just a minute. This is our last segment with uh, Coach. I want to ask you to talk about Kamani for a minute before we bring him up here and, and, and his progress as a player this season and, and what his contribution's been like the last few weeks particularly. Well, I think the number one contribution with, with Kamani is he's he's got great toughness. Uh, he's a great competitor. He doesn't back down from anybody. Um, and those are things you can't really teach. I mean, he's just got an innate ability to get loose balls. Um, a lot of guys are rebounders, but uh, Kamani's a range rebounder, meaning he rebounds out of his area. He tips balls. He keeps them alive. Um, 
He's an aggressive defender. He's done a, a much better job of staying out of foul trouble of late because he is so aggressive. And so when you have an aggressive physical defender, sometimes defending without fouling is an area, uh, and that's an area that he's improved on greatly. Um, but he gives us a, an edge because that's how he plays. He plays with an edge. Your team at clutch shots in the closing moments on Saturday, the confidence to hit those shots as you approach a game like this one that, that might come down to a similar type moment, the advantage, or is there an advantage? I'm assuming there is. And, and having been there, done that, knowing that if it presents itself again, you're ready for that moment. Yeah, I think when you make clutch shots in, in tight games, it really helps you. And, you know, the other thing is we hope that our players, that our recruits, they see the freedom that our guys have. Because in all honesty, you know, Jalen took a, took a three because we have confidence he can take it. Certainly he has confidence, but we want our guys to feel like they have a lot of offensive freedom. Um, we want them to play with great defensive discipline, but with offensive freedom where their minds aren't cluttered too much. And, you know, they're the guys out on the floor. they got to read the situation and, and read the defense and then react immediately. And finally, before we let you go, just it's going to be an emotional day all across the state for Razorback fans tomorrow. And, and um, uh, it's just one of those times I would think as a coach, it's, it's, it's an exciting day to, you know, this is why you get into it, I would guess. Yeah, no, it's really exciting. And it, what's really exciting is that it is exciting because if you didn't have a good team, <laughs> this wouldn't be exciting. If you weren't playing well, if you weren't winning eight games in a row, um, the game takes on a little bit less significance. So we're excited. We understand the state will be excited. We know Bud Walton will be rocking. Um, we obviously have a really tough stretch coming up. Uh, the biggest key for us is to continue to have great team chemistry and to continue to get better every day that we hit the practice floor as well. All right. Eric Musselman, everybody, is here for Coach Muss. All right, Kamani Johnson's going to join us after the break, so stay with us. Eric Musselman Live returns in just a moment on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Get your ice cold Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer here. Even though you can't go to the game, doesn't mean the game can't be brought to you now, hip. Just go to BudLight.com slash delivery. That's BudLight.com slash delivery. Give me two bagels. Coming at you. It's a little short. Ow. Sorry. You know what? I'm just going to walk them over to you. Whenever there's a game to watch, there's a Bud Light there. Enjoy responsibly. Heiser Bush, Bud Light Beer, and Bud Light Seltzer, IRC Beer, Beer in Texas, St. Louis, Missouri. When you choose West Rock Coffee, you realize that it's much more than coffee. This coffee is changing lives from crop to cup. Join us by making a difference one sip at a time. Know where your coffee comes from. Find West Rock Coffee at your neighborhood grocery store or on Amazon Prime. West Rock is proud to be the official coffee of the Razorbacks and is now available at Walmart. Hey, Hog fans, want to get and stay connected to the Razorbacks? Hogs Plus is an original subscription content network where you experience unprecedented access. We're going to do it our way. And relive the greatest moments in Razorback history. Do you believe in fairy tales? It's the premium content you've always wanted, designed just for you, the Razorback fan. Sign up now at hogsplus.com. 
Live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville. We'll be back for more of Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks. After a word from your local station, this is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. America, your children have an amazing superpower. They can help save lives by not having playdates. That's right. By replacing get-togethers with virtual playdates and video chats, they can help slow the evil spread of germs. And if your superheroes do go outside, make sure they continue their superhero wing by staying six feet away from others to protect everyone in America land. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Let's welcome Kamani Johnson to the program as we welcome you back to Eric Musselman Live. And uh, I'm just going to ask you, we were talking during the break, I mean, what's it like for a player? We know what it's like for the fans and all that. What's it like for the players the night before? I mean, it's pretty calm for me. I'm going to sleep like a baby, watch film. Uh, We've been working, trusting your work. You know, it's going to be a war tomorrow, so i got to get my rest. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting you say that because, you know, I would guess every player's different. I'm sure you've got yeah. some teammates that'll toss and turn all night long, but it's not a problem for you. No, it's not a problem for me. There ain't nothing to keep me up. Oh, me. well, fair enough there. <laughs> hey, what was it like Saturday night? I mean, it was a great atmosphere. You win the game. You had a great game. Just what was it like for you? Nah, yeah, Bo was rocking. I mean, uh, Mississippi State was a big game. Uh, I didn't get to play the first game, so uh, I kind of owe my teammates that one, you feel me? So uh, just out there helping. We're rolling. Everybody's rolling. The energy is up, and uh, there's not a better opportunity than the one ahead of us. You know, I would think when you're coming off the bench and you're trying to get the coach's attention, energy, going after loose balls, all that kind of stuff is kind of what, what, what grabs their attention. Has it been that way for you? Yeah, I mean, that's just me, though. Like, I've always kind of had that. That's how I play. So I'm, I'm kind of – I'm from New York. I've been playing on the parks all my life. So that's kind of just how I was brought up. Now, you know, they say that that's the best basketball in the world oh, is yeah. where you're from. For sure. Is it – sure. uh, I mean, you guys are playing, I guess, all the time. Is that how yeah, it works? Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. That's all we do. We just go to the park, play basketball. We don't really have football up there, so – we just play basketball, really. Now, you come from a basketball family. We remember your brother, Dakari, yeah. uh, when he played at Kentucky. In fact, last time Arkansas played a number one team, it was up at their place. Yeah. Uh, your brother played for Kentucky. Didn't go so well for the Razorbacks that, <laughs> uh, that, that, that night. Maybe it'll be better. Um, your mom, though played college basketball and works for the Knicks. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that. Um, yeah, she uh, works for the Knicks. She used to play at LIU Brooklyn. Uh, she was pretty good, and um, she works for the Knicks now. She does a lot of stuff in the community, like NBA cares and stuff like that. So she kind of makes the whole little thing run over there. 
Now you go from Brooklyn to Montverde Academy, which is where Moses played, and 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 then you 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 moved after that too while you were still playing high school. Kind of walk us through that time. Yeah, so um, I just moved, bounced around a lot. Uh, I went to Montverde my sophomore year, and then I finished up high school in Atlanta because my mom uh, had a new job there, and I just moved back there with her uh, at Holy Spirit Prep, and uh, I played with actually Anthony Edwards my senior year, so uh, I had some pretty good teammates in my high school career. Now, Anthony Edwards, I remember when he was a freshman down there yeah. in Georgia. I mean, he was like a man with, with, with boys. What was what was that competition level like for you? How did that develop you as a player when you were there? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think one of the things, like, about me is, like, I definitely don't duck any smoke. So, like, with Ant, like, we would never be on the same team in practice. Like, we would just compete with each other the whole time, which sometimes you don't see that in a lot of guys. But uh, we definitely, like, sharpened each other. You know, iron sharpens iron. And you can see it's worked for him. He's killing it in the league right now. And uh, I'm doing pretty good myself. So. You're doing okay, too. <laughs> um, when you made the decision to go to UALR, you played for a player that we are all very familiar with, uh, Daryl Walker. I say player coach now, yeah. obviously. Um, what was that experience like for you? Uh, it was good. You know, Coach Walker is a tough coach, so uh, he's kind of like me, and the way he plays is tough, so I kind of fit in well there. And uh, we built something special at Euler. You know, my freshman year, we didn't do too good, and then my sophomore year, I had a bigger role, and we kind of flipped it and won our conference, and uh, we would have went to the tournament if it wasn't for COVID, so. And then you made the decision to come to Fayetteville. Talk, uh, talk about that, if you would. Yeah, I mean, being in Little Rock, uh, one of the things about that, it's like you kind of realize how big, like, Arkansas is. Like, this school runs the state. So, like, no matter how well we were doing, like, people were coming to the game in Arkansas Razorback gear. So that's, like, one of, one of the things that stuck with me when I was in the transfer portal. And uh, I kind of thought it would be such a cool thing to, like, go from Euler to uh, being an Arkansas Razorback. And uh, I'll talk to Coach Muss and the staff, and it was just great. And uh, it was kind of an easy decision for me. From a player's perspective, when you play for a coach that has been in the NBA, been at the highest level, teaches things that they teach in the NBA to you now, drills, things of yeah. that nature. Does that give you an advantage, a leg up as a player, so to speak? Uh, yeah, of course. And then um, it just makes your transition so much easier. If you ever want to be a professional, you got to practice and train like a professional. So, I mean, we're learning. Like, Mus only knows the league, you know what I mean? He doesn't know college like that. So he, he treats us like pros. And uh, he came up here and talked about, like, the freedom that we uh, have. And that's true. Like, in the NBA, they only know, like, you play how you play. So um, I think it's really good for our guys. And with well, second year here, third year here, and he already got a lead eight, so it's working. Is that what players want in this? You know, I'm an old guy. I say this day and age. Is, yeah. is, is, is that what players want now, the freedom to play basketball the way they like to play the game? Yeah, I mean, uh, if you want to be a pro, I mean, then you want to learn from a coach that's been in the pros. So, I mean – any young players out there, uh, if you want want to be a pro, come to Arkansas. All right. Hey, there you go. There's your pitch right there. Um, obviously, you talked to your brother, I'm sure, Dakari, about what the SEC was going to be like. What, what did he tell you? No, nah, he said it's tough. Um, it's it's going to be tough. Uh, earning minutes will be tough. Everything's just tough. Nothing's really given in the SEC. Uh, every night you got to – 
compete your best is competition, but uh, he knows I kind of love that stuff. So it was like when I was in the transfer portal and I was eyeing like the schools, I kind of always wanted to play in the SEC because I kind of seen it growing up in the battles when I was like in middle school watching that Kentucky team. Now, I remember when we played UALR in that exhibition game. Yeah. And there was some Johnson guy that had 13 points and 11 rebounds. <laughs> I just wonder if you brought that up to Muss when you guys were talking about uh, yeah. you coming up here. Uh, nah, yeah, I for sure kind of rubbed that in his face, but he also rubbed <laughs> in my face that they got the win, so I couldn't say too much. <laughs> um, when, you, uh, uh, you know, when you are a player that um, – is a physical player inside and you're playing a team like the one you're playing tomorrow night with big guys who are good on both ends of the floor. Um, Psychologically, do you prepare a little bit more knowing it's going to be a more rugged game or do you approach every game the same way? No, I I approach every game the same way. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we know what kind of team they are, but we also know what kind of team we are. So uh, it's going to be a war and it's going to be a dogfight, and I hope everybody's prepared. What do you – what do you feel on the campus right now, last couple of days when you've been on campus, today particularly? Yeah, the energy just reminds me of um, how it was uh, when football played Texas. And uh, a couple of the football players came up to me, and they were, like, shaking their heads, and we giving each other that look. Like, we kind of already know what's up. So the energy is going to be amazing. Our buzz going to be a madhouse. So I, I can't wait. All right. Kamani Johnson's our guest. Quick break. Back with more in just a moment on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. The eighth game of the newest SEC football tradition known as the battle line rivalry between your Arkansas Razorbacks and the Mizzou Tigers is complete. Look for the tradition presented by Shelter Insurance to grow in the coming years as we continue to heat up the border and support our student athletes with this new rivalry. The battle line rivalry presented by Shelter Insurance. Find a shelter agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. Tyson Foods has been at home in Northwest Arkansas for nearly a century, and we've been feeding this country ever since. Care for our team members, faith and family, the importance of hard work. These are the values that keep us moving forward. Whoever you are, wherever you come from, you can find a home at Tyson. Learn more at TysonFoods.com. That's TysonFoods.com. Tyson is a proud supporter of Razorback Athletics. Who wants to hire a coach that's not confident? And, you know, I said a few things about what I wanted to do, and we've done everything except win a national championship. We've been right there, and, and, and we're going to get one. This week's episode of the Hog Pod featuring part one of our conversation with Razorback baseball coach Dave Van Horn is available now. Support for the Hog Pod comes from First Security Bank, Bold Vision, Sarah's and Resort, Abelita Maria, and South by Northwest Hospitality. Live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville, Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, continues next on the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield.
live from Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville. We'll be back for more of Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks. After a word from your local station, this is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. When might you be buzzed? When you suddenly love everything. You guys, I love this song. I love these nachos. I love our kickball league. I love this guy. What's your name? You know what I love? A ride when it's time to head out. If you see a buzzed warning sign, call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. I love your car. Is this real leather? Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. reminder don't drive high if you feel different you drive different brought to you by nitsa and the ad council all right folks let's welcome back kamani johnson as we continue on eric musselman live we are at sassy's barbecue and grill on steamboat drive in fayetteville now We're going to take two weeks off before we have another show. Next week, the Razorbacks play on the road Tuesday night, which means they travel Monday. In fact, it's that way the next two weeks. Uh, We'll have our last show. It's hard to believe it's the last show on the 28th. That's uh, 28th of this month. That'll be the last one. So we uh, next two weeks, not here. 28th, we'll be here, and that'll that'll wrap it up. Now, i got to tell you all, during the break, Kamani's up here. He's got his phone out. He's got a game going. I said, Kamani, who are you watching? He said, I'm watching us. He was watching Auburn and Alabama, actually. You were, you were preparing. And, and uh, I just wonder, as a player, with, with video and phones, I mean, you, you can watch video any time you want. How much of that do you do as a player? Oh, uh, man, I watch film all the time. I legit just made my girlfriend drive over here so I could watch film. So I'm always watching film. <laughs> hey, that's a guy preparing right there. <laughs> yeah. When you watch film, do you watch for nuances of the guy that you may be guarding or the guy that may be guarding you? What's What are you watching for? Um, actually, I think and this is different about our team. We're so versatile that you never know who you're going to switch on or who you're going to guard. So I we watch everybody. They send us clips of everybody, uh, a lot of their – stuff so we're, we're well prepared I'm, that's all i'm gonna leave it at we're well prepared you've you've played and, and, and it's it's interesting you say well prepared you've played for two college coaches both of whom were nba head coaches yeah daryl walker and and muss are similar in the respect that i mean they are really intense yeah. in their preparation how much is a player might it be a little different playing for a coach like that than maybe someone who's not quite that way um it's just like you just go into the game with a sense of calmness. Honestly, uh, you know what you're going against, like their moves, their tendencies, stuff like that. So it just makes the game easier for you. When you had to sit out, did you become, I don't like to use the term smarter player, but did you observe a lot of things out there on the floor that, that, that allowed you maybe to, to, to see the game better than before? 
Uh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, when you're sitting, you just, you're just so anxious and stuff like that. But, uh, honestly, um, it was probably like, it was a big blessing for me. Honestly, I learned a lot of things, uh, especially about this conference, um, before I even got to play in it. So, uh, I kind of made it into, you know, a blessing for me, honestly, looking at it positive now. With all the new players and as things were coming together, was there ever any doubt that they would? I mean, you went through a pretty rough stretch there, but as the guys began to, to gel, could you kind of feel that coming? Yeah, I mean, we always knew what kind of team we were. It's just uh, we kind of had to, like, put it together, honestly. And uh, I've been saying that, like, it's a long season, you know what I mean? And we kind of all had that confidence with each other. So uh, we're rolling now, and it, it feels good. I would think as a player, tomorrow night, I mean, that's why you're here, isn't it? Yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, I've been hearing it ever since I was recruited, like, about Bud and the atmosphere and uh, the stage is set. You know Uh what I mean? The stage is set. Thanks for coming out tonight. You've already told us you're going to get a good night's sleep, so we're not worried about that. (laughs) Kamani Johnson, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for being here. 6 o'clock tomorrow night, Alabama on Saturday morning at 11. 28, we're back here. Thanks for being here for Eric Musselman Live. Sassy's Barbecue and Grill in Fayetteville. You've been listening to Eric Musselman Live, presented by Core Brewing and Distilling, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Eric Musselman Live has also been brought to you by First Security Bank. Whatever better means to you, you're going to find more of it at First Security. Bank better at First Security by Mountain Dew. Do the do by Shelter Insurance. For award-winning service, find an agent near you at shelterinsurance.com by Centerpoint Energy, a proud supporter of Razorback Athletics. Always there. Sonic. Sonic has been a proud sponsor of Razorback Athletics for over 20 years. This is how we Sonic by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Please drink responsibly. And by Epson. First there was television. Now there's Epson Epic Vision. Eric Musselman Live is an exclusive Learfield presentation of the Razorback Sports Network.